You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hi guys, I'm Prasad Banerjee, and I write about tech at Mint. And this is TechCentral, a podcast where we ta- tackle some hot topics in technology and also bust some myths. Today's episode will be hosted by RJ Ayush. Ayush is a RJ with Fever FM and hosts his own tech show called Tech Panti. Over to you, Ayush. Hey guys, welcome to a brand new episode of Mint Tech Sectra brought to you by Nascom. In today's digital age, customers expect seamless and personalized experiences across all touch points. To meet these expectations, companies are turning to digital transformation to deliver superlative customer experiences in the BPO industry. But what does digital transformation entail? and how can it help improve the customer experience how can companies leverage customer data and analytics to gain insights and deliver personalized experiences and what are the challenges that they face and how can they overcome them to stay ahead of the competition to answer all these questions we have with us today ms harita gupta who is the asia pacific head at sutherland leading the business for it ites services across four large geographies in her current role the focus for apac is to establish sutherland as a true digital transformation and innovation partner for customers hi harita welcome to the podcast how are you today good ayush thank you so much for having me today on your show it is such a pleasure to have you on the show and get your key insights because i've been looking forward to this conversation um and uh, thank you so much for sparing time out for this podcast absolutely so let us uh, straight away jump into the questions these are all the burning questions uh, from the industry uh, the first question is that like in your opinion what does digital transformation mean in the bpo industry and how can it help improve the customer experience in today's increasingly digital world so ayush if you look at the word transformation transformation is about change and you know in the last 60 to 70 years ever since um, you know we got into the real computer or the computerization phase whether it's worldwide or in india we have seen transformation and transformation first started with the back end systems so it was these large monolithic systems which got transformed customers implemented erp systems <clears throat> and over the last 15 to 20 years the whole shift left strategy which is really bringing to fore customer insights and customer data fueled by machine learning and ai insights is really what the future is coming to so digital transformation honestly is not new i think what's really new is the fact that today we have the tools we have the analytics we have the bots we have all the ingredients that are required to do that true shift left create an environment for self help where consumers can come and get help themselves and to create that really uh, wow experience for consumers one needs insights and that's what ai and ml offer you today that's really amazing i i mean when you touched upon the fact that it has been 70 years that uh, you know we've started getting digital um how soon uh, the transformation has happened i mean uh, talking about um you know human kind coming from uh, their two feet onto a, a two wheeler or a four wheeler this digital transformation is actually quite quick um when you compare it to all the other sectors um, in the industry absolutely and and you know if you look at it 
look at payments today india is the fastest growing digital economy yeah right uh, look at the way we've implemented uh, you know digital in the in the public and the private sector in the public sector um, you know and and i think uh, the speed at which we are adopting digital whether it's world, worldwide or india uh, yeah is absolutely much faster than any other technology um, adoption True. Uh, and this leads me to the, my next question you know as companies they continue to compete for customers providing a great customer experience has become a key differentiator so how can the industry make use of customer data and analytics to improve its customer experience and what are the key challenges that companies face in doing so and how can they overcome them so if you look at it we've always had you know especially in the it ites industry and I'm, and let's talk the it es industry we've always had access to a lot of customer data the biggest challenge for us has been the security around the data true security and privacy and and even today that challenge truly remains so as long as we are aligned with our customer on how we access the data what do we analyze and what are the outcomes that we drive in terms of insights i think that's very key so governance of data uh, ayush has become really important number 1 number 2 there are enough tools available today uh, to you know build the analytics frameworks using ai ml that one likes very recently you saw the launch of the chat gpt tool exactly it's taken the world by storm you know the some of the questions that you ask it and the answers it gives you are just unbelievable true now there is a very fine line again on governance does it you know sort of overstep the security boundary should we open it out to all our consultants in our organization uh, and i think those are challenges that we are dealing with but having said that <clears throat> what we've done internally is with our customer insights and data we've created tool sets the tool sets could be around conversational bots the tool sets could be around quality checks and automated ai driven quality checks the tool sets could be around just natural language translation with context in it and so we have a plethora of intellectual property uh, which we can deploy with customers and and we ensure that each of the intellectual property that we have which is built on a core ai ml framework are actually passed through all the security checks both data security and privacy checks uh, before they are implemented really nice i mean this was going to be my next question that do you have like can we also touch upon uh, this fact deeply like are there any examples of how your company has leveraged uh, these technologies to improve its customer experience so let me give you um, let me give you two examples The first example uh, is that you know in the pandemic we had to move 99% of our workforce from office to work at home uh, across the world. True. And you know we were dealing with customers who were in the banking space, healthcare space where there was PII data, there was PHI data uh, and there were other customers who were concerned about the work at home. So what we very quickly did is we built an application called sentinel.ai and as the word sentinel suggests what it would do is uh, while i was working at home it we had a camera installed on every machine hmm. and the camera would really look at who is the individual who's working on the machine so it would do a facial recognition and facial mapping it would also check that there was no phone or paper or pencil around and there was nobody else who was looking into the screen 
when the consultant was working for the customer. And on the cloud, the customer had real-time access to the data for every consultant who was working on their process. Now, That's this gave absolutely huge, brilliant, by the way. Yeah. Yes, and this gave a huge sense of comfort to our customers. And and Ayush, the beauty was that during the pandemic, we had the highest growth of our business. And I'm going to give you one more example. This is the uh, the case study I'm going to talk to you about is for the world's largest music streaming company. Mm-hmm. Now, what we're doing for them uh, out of India, so we built a tool, uh, it's called translate.ai. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, if you chat with me in Spanish, for argument's sake, uh, I, the Google translator can do a live translation into English. But what we did is, the translation that we do is contextual. It's mm-hmm. contextual to a music lover. So let's say you are chatting with me from Spain in Spanish. I'm sitting in India, in Hyderabad, and I'm getting that chat in English. I respond in English and I support you. It could be with your account, the kind of music you want, or you're reporting an incident. And it goes back to you in Spanish. Wow. And we do that. Yeah, we do that in eight languages. But pretty much any language on the planet, uh, except right now for Japanese and Mandarin, uh, we're able to deliver an online translation of any chat uh, conversation. And the next step that we're working on is voice, which means that you could be talking to me in Spanish in voice, and I would be replying to you in English, but it will get to you in Spanish. And obviously, there will be a little bit of a lag, uh, but but that's the next step uh, you know that AI will offer us. And keep in mind, the AI aspect is about really creating a contextual response and not just a Google Translate or or a normal Translate. That's where all the data comes into play, right? Um, That's we also, like you talked about bots. Mm-hmm. Um, so how can the outsourcing industry balance the need for automation and efficiency with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, providing a high-touch personalized customer experience? Um, this is a great example where you you can ask a question from anywhere in the world which gets translated into a basic language and then goes back uh, to this uh, to the user in in the same uh, language um what are the other personalized customer experiences that you know automation can get and how the efficiency is going to increase with it so you know um ayush i i've been thinking about this um, whole productivity paranoia and i heard satya nadella speak in january in mumbai and, and it's very interesting that the industry per se, you know, over the last uh, 50 to 70 years, we've always focused on productivity and efficiency. But that's not the way forward because productivity and efficiency are really rear view mirrors. Hmm. So as leaders and managers and, and you know, um, companies who are really driving digital, today we, we're talking to our teams to say, yes, productivity is important. Well, what is more important is experience, the customer experience. And customer experience is measured in various ways. Customer experience could be measured, you know, instantly when I do the transaction with you or when I do the customer support, you get a survey and I measure your, um, you know, feedback. Customer experience can be measured by how many times do you have to call me back for the same instance or for the same issue. So the repeat call rate, ideally that should be zero. Once we've resolved the issue for you, you should not have to call back. Customer experience should be measured by 
when the consultant is solving a customer problem, he or she should have a 360 degree view of the customer. That helps the resolution to be faster, better. And so we are really shifting from efficiency to experience. And in our company in Sutherland, uh, you know, we've stopped talking about productivity and efficiency. We're really only talking about experience. That's a great approach to have. I mean, um, going back uh, again to the question, like when we talk about cost efficiency and productivity, um, do you think that this digital transformation, it has helped companies uh, in terms of it? Like, have they become cost efficient? Um, have they become Absolutely. more productive? Absolutely. So, so you know, the underlying uh, common factor of cost is cost efficiency and productivity. Companies outsource work. Why? Because they're looking at cost efficiency as number one. <clears throat> and then they start looking at productivity. So, yes, you know, no, no taking away from that that we're all gold on that and, and we want to do that. But that's become table stakes across all companies. For us to be leaders, uh, we've got to start looking at how do we adopt the new technology, as I said, uh, for experience. Really amazing. I mean, I would want to jump to the last question of the evening. But uh, before that, um, we've talked so much about artificial intelligence and machine learning, AI, ML. Um, it's constantly evolving the entire every day you find something new which is taking over the world um, we've all heard examples of how an artificial intelligent uh, chatbot chat gpt is now writing copies for uh, media companies uh, yes. <laughs> uh, so, so now asking this question to you i mean what is the role of ai and ml in the ever evolving bpo industry so it's an interesting uh, debate ayush and and you know um, I was talking to my, I'm in Hyderabad today, talking to my consultants and we were discussing yesterday, do you think in the next 10 years, ChatGPT will be the only bot available which will do customer service? And I think, um, you know, when first IT came into to the world, in India, people said bank jobs will go away. Uh, and there were strikes and unions were standing up saying, you know, banks, bank workmen will be out of jobs. But if you look at it today, there are more banks and more workers in banks than there have ever been in the financial industry. And it's the same thing in the BPO industry. So while we will definitely evolve tools like ChatGPT, which will get smarter, it's important that our workforce gets trained to do higher value jobs. So the first thing we're doing is reskilling, retraining our workforce to do higher value jobs. The other thing that, you know, often, I wouldn't say worries me, but I think about is the whole governance of AI ML and and when I say governance we have to be very careful as an industry before we let loose any AI or ML tool and and when I say that every AI or ML tool that you put into production or into a customer environment needs to be thoroughly tested before you put it out there. And so the whole governance framework, which really hasn't evolved uh, very strongly on AI and ML, I think that's uh, something that I'm looking forward to uh, and seeing how that evolves. Perfect. So, you know, there's a lot of debate and you did touch upon this fact that you were also having a conversation with your colleagues that, you know, AI will eventually replace human workers. Uh, do you seriously believe so? I mean... Do you think that uh, artificial intelligence is going to reach a point where we not need um, manual effort? Absolutely not. And that's what I said, right? It's a debate, but I never can envisage a situation where AI will replace human workers. 
But let me take an example. Some of the tasks that we do today for our customers, right? Conversational bots will take over for sure. Hmm. And conversational bots will evolve to an extent where, you know, some of the basic introductory customer service conversations will go away. True. It's, it's like manufacturing a car, Ayush. You know, earlier days, the production line physically, uh, you know, and the factory workers had to go put the parts in. And now you have these robots and all they do is pick up the part and put this there. Or, you know, you could look at a warehouse, you could look at any example. Hmm. It's the same thing that the individuals would need to move up their skills up the value chain. While for all the repetitive work, for work that can be automated, for work that uh, we can, you know, AI, use truly AI ML or even use a chat GPT, for example. Hmm. Yes, that would absolutely get automated. Uh, yeah. I was having this conversation um, with uh, with one of my contemporaries from work and I asked them that, um, you know, do you think the same question that AI is now going to replace us? Now there are voice bots. I mean, uh, I'm known for my voice. Uh, do you think that um, the future generation presenters are going to be um, robots talking to actual people? And uh, the answer which we came upon was um, definitely crazy. Um, it was that AI is not going to replace us. It's just that people using AI are going to replace us. People who know how to use AI uh, yes, yes. are going to replace us. So it's That's time to update. Said. It's time to upgrade our skills. Yeah. Uh, one more. Uh, this might be a, a little sensitive question because a lot of my listeners have come back to me, um, you know, on my social media, uh, mm-hmm. saying that uh, there are a lot of layoffs happening in the current mm-hmm. IT scenario. Mm-hmm. If you see, uh, what 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 is your take on it, and what advice would you uh, give to people who might be going through a situation like this? So you know, if you look at again the IT ITES industry for the last 30 to 40 years, we've seen these phases, Hmm. you know, um, and it happened in around 2000, 2001. Then it happened a couple of years ago where we go through this phase where there are layoffs and then again, the the industry booms. And I believe that's the time really to to switch to learning. There's so much of new technology. There's so much. It's important to have a job for sure. So my recommendation to the individual would be Take any job, be a gig worker. Hmm. Today, there are so many gig jobs uh, and there are gig portals today who are hiring gig workers. While you are a gig worker and you're out of a full-time job, make sure that you don't stop learning, Hmm. uh, whether it's through platforms like Coursera or Pluralsight, which are technology learning platforms, or it's through classroom training. But learn a new skill, learn a new technology so that the minute, uh, you know, things come back and the hiring begins again, uh, you're back in the in your jobs. That's a beautiful message, ma'am. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Ayush. And that's it for this week's episode. Please do let me know what you thought of it and what else you would want me to cover. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Undertaker. Yes, you heard that right. That's U-N-D-E-R-T-E-C-H-E-R. You can also give us feedback at HT Smartcast. We're present on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And please do log on to stsmartcast.com and listen to all of our productions. This was a Mint production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.